0: Welcome to the Red River Podcast, where we recognize our strength relies on our bond. It's a challenge to live this life on mission. So what does that look like as a wife, a mom, in my career, or just the typical everyday? Sponsored by Hookster Creek Ministries, our show unpacks the highs and lows as we share practical tips, uncover areas that most of us could work on, and thoughts on where to start. So grab a friend and I'll introduce you to some of mine when we engage in a coffee chat about how to live a missional lifestyle as an everyday child of the King. I'm your host, Candace R. Reyes, and you're listening to the Red Rover Podcast. Welcome to the Red Rover Podcast. Today is a fun episode and I cannot wait to share it with you. If we haven't met before, I'm your host, Candace R. Reyes, and I'm so glad you're here with me today. This season has been all about how God is bigger than our excuses. And each week I've invited a friend on to join with me and unpack one of their excuses or fears that caused them to hesitate to step out in their own calling. But with the power of the Holy Spirit, they have now chosen to obey, which is exposing God's glory through it all. How cool is that? My guest today is not only joining me for today's show, but she is also coming with me to Palestine, Texas, where we are hosting a conference called More Than a Mom. This conference is for women who have had unexpected pregnancies. Becoming a mom is hard, and it's scary, because you realize another life is counting on you and your choice. We want you to know that you're not alone if you are one of these moms. And the ladies that are speaking at this event have all been in similar shoes. We see you, and we love you, and we want to remind you that you are more than a mom. You are a daughter of the King. We hope you'll come and join us on October 8th at Southside Baptist Church in Palestine, Texas. For more information, check out com backslash more than a mom. All the links shared in our show today will also be shared in our show notes, where you can gain access to these sites easily. I'm thrilled to introduce to you one of these speakers for the More Than a Mom Conference. Her name is Doris Swift, and Doris is an author, speaker, and a host of the Fierce Calling podcast. In ministry for over 30 years, Doris is passionate about equipping women to walk deeper in God's word, walk out of their doubt, and into their calling, and using their God given gifts to impact the world for Christ. She resides in Florida and has an amazing husband named Brian. She's a mom to two extraordinary grownups and a gammy to six beautiful grandkids. Doris gave me the privilege to be on her podcast called Fierce Calling, which we will put that also in our show notes below in case you'd like to check it out. Friends, I cannot wait for you to meet Doris and to hear her story. So grab some paper and a pen with your favorite cup. And let's dive into my chat with Doris Swift. Hey, Doris, welcome to the Red River Podcast. I am so excited you're here with me tonight. Thank you so much for having me on, Candace. I've been looking forward to this. Me too, me too. And in fact, I am so excited about the topic that we're going to be talking about, which is God is bigger than our excuses. But before we start, I'd love for you to share with our listeners a little bit about yourself, about your passion, and even how that passion has influenced your life today.
1: Sure. I'd be glad to. Well, first off, I'm a wife and mom to two amazing grownups and they have my grandkids, which I love six amazing grandkids. So I'm a (laughs) gammy first and foremost, and a child of God. And I also have a passion for encouraging women, to step out of the doubt and walk in their calling because so many women don't realize that God has so many great plans for them and can use them for his glory. And I've been in ministry for over 30 years and I, I have written uh, some books and I love speaking and he's just been using all of those things to speak truth in life into the lives of women.
0: Amen. Amen. And I love that you speak to those women about doubt. And that is exactly why I asked you on because that's what we're talking about is how God is bigger than our excuses. And a lot of that is deals with doubt. But before we jump into our actual topic, I'd love for you to share a little bit about your own timeline from when you heard that calling in your life mm-hmm. to when you actually embraced it. Sure.
1: Well, I was raised in a church that we really didn't understand the salvation message. I had never really heard anything about like having a personal relationship. I knew about God and Jesus and the Holy spirit, but never heard about having a personal relationship. And I experienced a teen pregnancy and it, that was very impactful because I didn't feel like I fit in with my friends any longer. And yet I was still not an adult Mm -hmm. So I didn't fit in there either. And it, there was a lot of traumatic things that happened during that time, but I am so blessed now I have my son who is a grown adult and just is, I'm so blessed by him. But that was part of some time in my life where I felt a lot of shame Mm -hmm. because of you know, what had happened. And I had to leave school about six months shy of graduating. And, you know, now it's not a really big deal. Girls go to school pregnant, you know, they Mm -hmm. have actual daycares on site, so the girls Mm -hmm. can finish school. But back then, it was a little different. And I just, you know, it was just my personal conviction and feeling that I just felt shameful about it, not about Mm -hmm. my baby ever, but about what had happened. And, I really didn't meet Jesus until probably I'd say, nine, yeah, it was 1985 that I first heard that you can have a personal relationship with Jesus. And so that's when I was born again and transformed. And he took that shame away from me Amen. and he turned it around so that I could use it to speak uh, truth and hope and in life into the lives of women, but also into the lives of girls that were experiencing a crisis pregnancy. So he used that. Mm -hmm. And another way he used me in my walk was I always loved writing. Even from a, when I was a child, I loved to write stories and make those little books and staple them together, you know, (laughs) but I didn't really seriously consider myself a writer until I left uh, a position. I was in a career I was in for almost 30 years. I was in banking in the finance industry. And after I left that, a friend said, you should start a blog because you like writing. So I started a blog and it was about my family and things like that. But then it, it kind of transitioned into encouragement for women. And so that's when God called me to that was probably around, uh, I think 2012. And so from then on, I began writing for women and then I was called to speak and that was pretty clear mm. because, uh, our, one of the girls at our church was the women's ministry director and she was leaving to attend a different church and, um, you know, everything was fine and all just her kids were, you know, getting fed in a different church. So she moved there and they were looking to me to see if I might be the one called next to step into that role and it was, there, there was no denying that this was what God was calling me to do. And it was just exciting. So then I was writing and speaking, and I had also been serving as a lay counselor to speak hope into the lives of, of women mm. and including women with the crisis pregnancies, but also women in general who don't feel like because of where they've been or what they've done or what's been done to them, that they can be used by God. And that's not true. Mm.
0: Wow. I love how God has taken your story and he's done step by step by step. And he has used all these different things to get you to the point of where you are now. I think so many times when we when we hear God's calling on our lives, we we think, okay, nah, boom, I've got to be there. I've got to do this. But God is such a good God and he takes us with little steps at a time. Yes, he may call that over you and you may know, but it may not be in this season, right this second for you to be jumping right out there and and doing the thing. But you know what? He is going to take you step-by-step and prepare the way for you. And I love that is very evident in your story. So thank you for sharing that today, Doris. Now, recently we polled several people on our social media and we asked what has stopped you from saying yes to the calling on your life. And after we received several responses that were so heartfelt, and I wanted us to start kind of speaking about them. And so today I would like for us to talk about, did I hear you say you want me to serve? Because when I sent this over to you, it seemed like that was the one that really resonated with you. And so I'd love for you to share why did I hear you say you want me to serve resonating with you? Mm Yeah, I really
1: love that in how you're pulling your followers, you know, on social media to see what is the heart of what is really something that is a need, a felt need. And we have so many things in common. And I think that a lot of times we do question Mm -hmm. if we're hearing God's voice or not, Mm. is this really what I'm supposed to be doing? And we spend a lot of time doing that. And we miss sometimes all of the God cues and clues and winks and the things he sends our way, like doors that open that never could have been opened by anybody else. He puts us together with people. He sends people into our life to speak into our life and tell us, you know, I think you should do that. Mm-hmm. It's like before I started my podcast, which you were on also, which was amazing. Um, You know, people were telling you should start a podcast. I didn't even know what one was, you know, but mm-hmm. I look back now and I see, oh yeah, this was, this was a few years ago. So it was in preparation. So God equips us and he prepares us all along the way. And when we question or doubt, if God is really calling us to something, we just need to ask him about it. Mm, We just need to talk to him about it and ask him, please reveal. I want to want to confirm that I am hearing this. Correctly, and he will, he's faithful and trustworthy.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Even Gideon uh, in the Bible, Gideon asks, You know, Lord, if this is really you, if you're really calling me to do this, then you're going to make, you know, the fleece dry and the grass wet. And then he wakes up, and sure enough, it happened. And then he gets back up and he's like, Okay, can I ask one more time? (laughs) Because he needed to know and, and have that confirmation. And God, in his mercy, He continued to provide that answer. He continued to say yes to this. And so, Doris, I know there are so many other ladies who are out there going, I'm struggling with that. Lord, are you really calling me into doing X, Y, or Z? And what would you share with that lady tonight who is doubting or who is having those concerns and and really seeking God for an answer? Or maybe they have already received that answer once before, and they're asking, are you sure? Are you sure? What would you say to her? Well, in John 10, I believe it's John
1: 10, 27, where Jesus says, my sheep hear my voice, my sheep know my voice mm-hmm. and they follow me. And so when we question that, is it really something that is underlying? Is there something else that we're not really seeing that could be underlying like fear Mm-hmm. Right. Or, mm-hmm. um, you know, the doubt, of course, you know, because we're doubting, did God really say this, but there could be some fear attached to it yeah, and yeah. perhaps something from our past that has not been dealt with yet that maybe needs to come out and needs to be worked through. Cause those things can hinder us from our walk mm-hmm. and our calling And uh, you know, and it's not going to be oftentimes where we would hear an audible voice because wouldn't we love that? (laughs) God would just call us up on our cell (laughs) and say, Hey, hi, this is God your father, and this is what I want you to do. And we can actually hear him in our spirit Mm -hmm. when we spend time with him. And I think it it's really key the word abide to abide and to just sit still and sometimes. I mean, be still doesn't always just mean stop moving. It means to right. be quiet.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: So we can hear because oftentimes when we pray, we're doing all the talking, right, Candace? Yes. Yes. We're Doing all the talking. So if we can just take a moment to just quiet ourselves in his presence and rest in him and just ask him, Lord, please show me the way and confirm this. I feel this. It. Usually it's something you can't not do. It's that powerful in you and it won't go away Mm. and it keeps coming up. (laughs) Yes. So that's a lot, a lot of times too. another, another clue that this is something God is definitely calling you to do.
0: Wow. That's a great tip. I love it. I love it. Cause you're right. Cause when, when God is pursuing us to do something that he is, he has called us to do, he's dreamed over us to do he is going to continue to pursue it because he is sovereign, right? And and he's got good plans for you and he wants you to trust him and step out in boldness and, cur- and courageousness. And so I just, I love that you spoke to that. Now, it took me about seven years for me to actually say yes to God with writing and speaking. And I had couple of reasons why I, you talked about fear and you're absolutely right. I had a lot of fear that I I had to wrestle with. And part of that fear was fear of success and then how that was going to affect my family. And then the fear of failure. Mm -hmm. Do you struggle with either one of those as well, Doris?
1: I would say probably more so the fear of failure because I don't want to disappoint God. Mm. Because God has said, okay, I'm calling you. You're the girl for the job. And I don't want to let him down kind of thing, which is kind of silly because, you know, he knows he's going to help me do it. It's not in my own strength, but I want to encourage the person who is listening right now that it's a daily surrender. Mm. We have to surrender daily because even when we answer the call, we still walk each day and have to surrender doubts that rise up, the enemy trying to tell us, who do you think you are? Mm -hmm. You know, God didn't call you. He didn't, he didn't really call you. You heard that wrong, you know? And so we have to surrender it day by day because even when we're in the midst of our calling, we could feel like we need to quit. And there's a difference between quitting and laying it down because God has called us to lay it down. Mm -hmm. And we will know the difference if we are Abiding in him and staying close to him in community with him will know the difference.
0: Amen. Amen. Well, that just leads me into my next section, my next question for you because John Maxwell talks about how failure and success, they're a package deal. And uh, when I heard him say that, it started making me kind of think about okay, well, then failure, it's going to help keep us humble and reliant on the one who never fails. And I'd love for you if you wouldn't mind taking a moment and share a time in your own life where failure influenced your next step.
1: Mm. Amen. And I
0: feel like
1: it also has to do with our perspective. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Because when we look at failure, the way the world tells us that we're failures, Mm -hmm. you know, well, you'll never achieve that or you Mm -hmm. haven't you should be farther along than you are right now, or you've never made it to this point, or you don't have this particular degree or whatever, you know, the perception is that there are more things that we learn in failure than we do in success, Mm -hmm. which helps us prepare for that time when success actually comes. And I'd say probably for me, oftentimes it is waiting because that can be hard. And especially when you're in the type of ministry work, which is writing, oftentimes you're waiting, waiting (laughs) on answers, you know, like from a publisher or from other people or editors or whatever. But this doesn't necessarily apply only to people who write. It can be in any season of our life and in anything that God calls us to do. There can be a period of waiting And what does success look like as well? Because that is what we also want to change our perspective on because success in God's eyes is not the same as success in the world and what Mm -hmm. the world says success is. So we need to change our measuring stick to God's measuring stick. And then we will be right lined up with
0: our calling. (laughs) Amen. Amen. Yes. And I was just thinking like, I think it was. Forget who it was. Um, it was either Sarah or Hannah. I think it's Sarah. Sarah um, when she knows that the youngest is going to be the the one the, the oldest is going to serve the youngest is basically she knew that mm-hmm. and she ends up helping her son create all this food and get ready to go and, and get the birthright mm-hmm. and um, and so I love how you talked about waiting because what we do in that waiting point, instead of her just waiting on the Lord to make it happen, she had to stick her hands in it and cause all kinds of problems. Mm-hmm. And so I think so many times when, when we are asked to wait, we can end up, you know, causing more damage than good. If we don't just abide, which I love how you keep saying that abide in Christ, abide in his word, abide in him and just spend that time with him and allow him to lead and guide your next step.
1: Amen. Yeah.
0: Well, friends, I know you're going to want to go and find Doris. And so before we, we end this episode, I'd love for you to share Doris. What are you working on now? And how can I, our people find you so that they can become your peeps? Thank you. I appreciate that. Well,
1: most everything can be found on my website, dorisswift.com. And that's where my pod, my podcast is housed fierce calling because the tagline is because every woman of God has a fierce calling mm-hmm. and that's to encourage every woman that a fierce calling is something that God is calling them to, to use their gifts, to impact the world for Christ. And I am working on some writing projects right now, a Bible study and so that's coming along and I'm just, you know, I'm so thankful to the Lord for the opportunities that he has given. You can also find me on social media and, uh, but the links are all on my website. So if you go to daraswift.com, you'll see the links there. And also, uh, there's some offers there that they can download in, in that. So I hope that it will encourage them.
0: Perfect, perfect. And friend, remember all of these links that Doris is talking about will be in our show notes below so that you can just go directly to her website and find more about Doris and and all the things that she has to offer you guys. So friends, I hope you'll reach out to her and remember when you step out and what God is calling you to do, let your yes be your success and then give God the rest. Till next time. I had so much fun today chatting with our guests and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you found it useful and you were thinking about someone who might need to hear it as well, will you share the wealth? Yep, that's right. Maybe that's the one way God is asking you to live that missional lifestyle today by telling someone about our episode. Maybe nobody's coming to mind, but you're wanting to help. Would you write a short review? Your review invites others to listen in. See, there are easy steps to living that missional lifestyle. If you're interested in learning how Hooks to Crook Ministries makes an impact globally, check us out on hooks2crook.com. Again, that's hooks with the number two crook.com. Thank you so much for joining me today, and remember, your yes to God is your success. How it impacts the world, well, that's His. So continue living that missional lifestyle as an everyday child of the King. Till next time.